Before we begin, we have a special announcement. You can now listen to our podcast for free on our YouTube channel, link in the description. This week we are discussing Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. We wanted to share our thoughts with you. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get started with Usher doing a 60-second recap of the whole book. Harry lives with his muggle, muggle uncle and aunt who do not believe in magic since his parents were killed by the Dark Lord Voldemort. When he is 11, he gets his letter from for Hogwarts um, by Hagrid. Go, and then after a while, he goes to Diagon Alley and gets all his stuff. And that's where he met, meets his owl and one of his best friends, Hedwig. Then um, when he is ready to go to Hogwarts, he goes to Hogwarts Express. And that's where he meets Hermione and Ron. When he gets to Hogwarts, he gets sorted into Gryffindor, even though the sorting hat has feelings of Slytherin. When he is eating, he sees something a little different. Okay, so um, so Hagrid has this umbrella, right? And ha- Harry suspects that yeah. in that umbrella, it's his wand. Why do you think he has to hide it in the umbrella? And why do you think he chose the umbrella? Well, well it's clearly the easiest to hide it in because he's not meant to have his wand and use it after he got banned from school. So he kind of has to you put, hide it. Yeah, and he... It's a and pink like, umbrella. An umbrella. Nobody would realise that it would be in yeah. the room. And he's always... And like, when they're on the boat from that red house thing, he's like... He's like, he's like don't tell anybody I'm doing this and stuff. Yeah. It's sad that he doesn't have a wand. Well, he's not allowed to have a wand. He needs a wand. He's a good guy. Yeah, Hagrid's yeah. the best. Mm. On the Hogwarts Express, Harry meets Ron, where there was no more carriages for him to sit with, so they sit together. And Ginny, Ron's little sister, and the youngest of the Weasley family, really wants to meet Harry. Yeah, and, like, I've... And, like, because, like, Ginny really, like, you know, Ginny really idolises... Um, yeah. Um, Harry and stuff, and then I think it's then, funny that um, Ron has uses that spell the buttermellow. Oh yeah, fat right now. Like yeah, like when they meet Hermione. Yeah, I can oh, see yeah, that. Good. I I know that whole scene. I can say yeah. it by heart in the ha- movie one though. Um, and then that's when they like meet Hermione on the train. And then yeah. she's, she's just, like, very, like, strict and stuff. And she's, like, um, mm-hmm. and then she's, Could you like. you call her posh? Yeah. yeah. And, and then um, she's seeing if Harry's, I mean, Neville's toad is there. She's looking for mm-hmm. Neville's toad. I mm. love the part where she says, oh, you're trying magic. Let's see. Let's see, then. Yeah. It's so funny because she's like, because like, and then because um, what Ron's brothers have like just totally yeah. lied to him about that spell. Yeah. Um, another oh. really important part of Hogwarts is Snape. Snape. 
Yes. Yeah. Snape, Snape, Dumbledore, Snape. Snape is iconic. Yeah. We also learn later in the books. I'm not allowed. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this. Yeah. I shall be bleeping it out, Beck. (laughs) (laughs) You probably should. And um, Snape's like the potions master. Yeah. And then there's yes. McGonagall, who's the Gryffindor head, and she teaches um, transfiguration. transfiguration. Yes, because she can transfigure into a cat. Yes. Yes. And then there's one part in that I'm not sure if this is no, this is it. Her. Um, they see her as a cat. She has circles of her um glasses around her eyes. Yeah. And like yeah. at the beginning, at the beginning, you like see her when um her, uh, reading the map. Remember uh, at the beginning in the book, like she's reading yeah. the map. So, so Dumbledore is like he's the headmaster, so he doesn't teach anything, but he's still really important because he teaches Harry about like how to defeat Voldemort and stuff. Yeah, like, and. He's also like the headmaster. I like how long his name is. Yeah. Albus Severus Wolfric no, Brian Dumbledore. No, Alf Albus Wolfric. Um Alf Albus. I knew this. Wolfric Brian Dumbledore. Yeah, Wolfric Brian Dumbledore. Yeah. That's the other is the defense against the dark arts teacher and he has a bit of a stutter um and we find out some um that something that is bad bad yeah he has Voldemort on the back of his head yes yeah like the first part he meet um he actually meets uh harry i'm not sure if it's just in the movie but i can't remember the actual book um but he goes, oh, Harry Potter, so nice to see you. I can't remember the exact wording, but I love yeah. that part. Yeah. And, like, how the r- rumours were spreading about him having, like, um, ha- um, trying to, having garlic on his head or something in the side of oh, yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. But it was Voldemort. Voldemort. And there's Phileas Flitwick, the um, charms teacher, who's, I think he's a dwarf, or is that just me fantasizing? He's, no, he is. He's yeah. really short, that's all I know. Yeah. Oh, he's um, the head he of Ravenclaw House. He yeah. is oh, the yeah. head of Ravenclaw House. He's yeah. a nice guy. Well, yeah. He's and... nice to hurry. Oh. And then we have Neville, which is like Neville. <laughs> Actually, he... Neville plays a very p- good part of um Harry becoming seeker because he yeah. loses his remember all and ha- um yeah yeah Draco he... is really stupid and horrible and steals it and then Harry does this really cool flying and he gets seeker yes because Neville is underrated <laughs> yeah. he is very underrated that's why Neville is one of my favorite characters yeah he's pretty mm. cool. Oh, sorry, stretching. Draco Malfoy is part of a pure blood family. 
Yeah, so, and to it, yeah. I'm Hermione a lot. Hermione, yeah. And the, yeah. the slugs, he calls her a mud boy. Yes. And the slugs. Yes. Slugs. Yes. Ron's yes. pukes. And he always says, my father will hear about this. Mm-hmm. Yes. He does say that quite a lot. What about your mother will hear about this? Yes. So there's the book and there's the movie. Which one do you guys think is better? Hi. Um, I think that that it's the book because they have a lot more fun things in there than the movie. Because other stuff that they add into it that isn't in the movie. Yeah, I agree. Because even though the books were good, uh, the movies were good, they, like, missed out on some things. Yeah. Yes, same, because don't get me wrong, the movies are amazing, but you're trying to cram a book into a one-hour-and-a-half movie. Um, obviously, obviously, without all the details of what Harry's thinking and all that, so obviously the book is better. I also like the way that J.K. Rowling has actually wrote it, and they also add some stuff in the movie that I don't like. Um, this is just from the fourth one. I just came to my head. Um, they added a scene with Professor, uh, the wolf guy, I've completely forgotten his name, Professor Lupin, um, but he asks, you know what, I'm not going to say that, because, Chloe, can you please cut this out, um, I'm probably going to stop now, <laughs> um, so, Zara, what about you? I, I agree with everyone else, I think the book is better, because, like, there's lots of things that you can't add into a movie that you have in a book, but the movie was still really great. And like, it was pretty similar to how I imagined it, but there were some bits that could have been done better. The age group for me is probably around maybe eight to 14, maybe eight to 13, maybe. Not too old, not too young. Maybe seventeen to seven to thirteen. Yeah, I agree with you because like seven, maybe even six year olds. But prob- no, actually, never mind. Not six year olds. Probably seven or eight to some seven year olds. Mainly eight to maybe thirteen or fourteen year olds. Especially like the last few books for thirteen to fourteen year olds. Yeah, I think for like seven to seven and up because even though like teenagers and stuff might not want to read it like parents might want to read it with their kids and yeah it's like a good book to listen or read with your family yeah like Mia said Harry Potter is like a very well-rounded book from seven up you can kind of read it anytime it's very like you know families like you said Mia families can read it it's very like big and like you said before people's (laughs) um the um, from like the fourth book I feel like it's for a bit older kids than like seven-year-olds but the first three I reckon are for like seven up um I'd say I, third, third. I I agree with Chloe and Mia where um it's what I think is the um it's seven up because I've seen so many like people obsessed with it and they're like 30s and 20s and 
people, like when I started being obsessed with Harry Potter, I was seven years old. And so, yeah, that's, I think, seven up. Oh, I'm okay. Um, I rate it four. I think it's stretched out a little bit, but I still love it. So. Um, so out of five, I'd probably give it a four. Um, I used to be obsessed with it. It's not my favorite thing now, but like, it's a very like big book and it's very well written. Yeah, I agree with Chloe. Yeah, I give it like a four, four point five, because it's a great book and it's like really famous now. And it, I love like the style that she writes in and stuff. And it's like just, just such a good book. I'm actually going to give it a 3.75 because I think it would be better um, first person. Um, but I think it also works in third person. I'm also just picking in love first person. Yeah, it would be good in third person. Like first person. Twice. Well, that's all we have for... Well, that's all we have time for today. Make sure to listen in on Wednesday when we'll be talking to oh, Harry, Hermione, Ron and Dudley. See you then. If you want a book featured in the show or have any questions for us, then email us at storystation23 at gmail.com, link in the description, and we might use your ideas.